maybe. It's a lot of clicking involved, you know. Clicking, click, click, click. Welcome, everyone, to the Movie Dummies Podcast, the podcast where dummies talk about movies. I'm Joe, and with me this week is Shannon. Hello. Angela. Hello. She's there somewhere. And Matt. Hello. Is it is probably doing that thing where they can't hear us while the theme music's going. Mm. Yes. I can hear you. Oh. Weird. That's what I say to technology. <laughs> so how's everybody's week? Uh, great. Nobody just kicked the door down. <laughs> it's been fantastic. How was your week, Ben Joe? Well, my week has been subpar. Oh, sorry to hear that. It's okay. It usually is. I watched some really good stuff this week. How about y'all? Yeah. 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 Now, Matt, we didn't get all the way caught up with foundation, but we're going to. Shannon went away for the weekend, so we didn't have time to catch up. But I promise you, buddy, we'll be caught up soon. All I hear is blah, blah, blah. I hate Matt. Is it it still Uh dope as balls? Oh, yes. Oh, Oh, yes. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's getting better. We were were two episodes back, so we finished that one on Friday. Okay. Yeah, the finale is next week, I believe. Ooh, boner time. Boogie, you still watching Invasion? Uh Uh-oh. Hello? Did I mute myself or something? You're, like, cutting out. Yeah. That's dumb. That is dumb. Totally. So am I. (laughs) So, yeah. No, I did not watch any more Invasion. Oh, okay. It's quite good, guys. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, they're 30 minutes, 35, 36 minute episodes. It's not too arduous of a watch. And uh, it's very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay. How many of y'all watched Shang-Chi? I me, me, me. So I shall... Go potty while Shannon didn't either. Don't worry. Well, I'll have to take my earbuds off. Is that where you're going to start? I mean, we can talk about it a little bit without any spoilers. Just Boogie, did you like it? I did. I liked it quite a bit. I thought it was quite fun. Um, The martial arts in it, I thought was well done. I I enjoyed myself. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, they all are. Yeah, well, that's true too. Mm. I mean, it's a it's Mameha. Mm. It's uh, it's a bit telegraphed at points, but it's it's much more along the vein of a Doctor Strange than it was. I don't know, like another movie. It's more buddy comedy. Yeah, and it's cute. It is cute. Oh my gosh, Aquafina is fantastic. Yeah forgot she was in that one she's actually mm. really good not oh. it, it's not like i thought it was, it was not be. yeah i was i'm not like a huge fan of hers specifically but she did really really well. yeah i would recommend anybody with a disney plus uh membership 
to go ahead and watch Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Is it free? Yeah, it's free right now. <laughs> Shannon did the same thing. <laughs> Shout out to uh what's that, bedtime stories? Yes. A movie I believe we talked about on this very Adam podcast. Sandler. Actually Absolutely. Uh Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider's one who says it, yeah. yeah. Well, Adam Sandler also engages in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Totally. Radical. Is there anything surprising about the movie that's gonna? Like, we can't say without spoiling. Gotcha. So, like, the story that you think you're gonna see, there's always some weird twist, right? Oh, there's a a very odd duck moment. I don't know halfway through the movie where you get reintroduced to a former character for absolutely, positively no reason. Huh. Maybe. Well, hello. I guess someone's coming. maybe it's for no reason. I mean, I can't think of a of reason other than the filmmakers and or Kevin Feige and or Marvel in general wanted to put this person back in the movie. Either way, I mean, who wouldn't who wouldn't want to put him back in the movie? It's though? fun as balls. The addition is makes zero sense, but I'm I'm on I'm I mean I, they they shoehorn it in, but I'm I'm on board. That's all I'll say. I mean, I will agree it's somewhat shoehorned, but I accept it. Yeah. Because it, it's more comedic relief. Yep. So. What else everybody watching? So I started oh, watching watch The Lock Shrink and Next Key. Door. I oh. did watch Lock and Key. Let me talk about The Shrink Next Door real quick. Okay. Though. I watched one episode so far, but I don't know if you guys have listened to the podcast series on... Brought to you by Wondering Bloomberg. Production. No. Mm-mm. This is a true story? This is a true story. Okay. It is based on the podcast. Hmm. Um, so, And I did listen to the podcast, so I am well aware of the stories. And really, I just wanted to see it to, you know, see how, how they were going to do it, right? Yeah. Sure. Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd. That's all I really need. But it's completely dramatic. Yeah. Hmm. And they, so far, episode one, they do a phenomenal job. And I can't, I, <laughs> I, I watch it and I marvel at the skill that both of these gentlemen must possess because I know how much fun they can have on set. And well, like you can see like there, there are moments when like Will Ferrell saying ridiculous things. Because it's in character for him to say sure. these ridiculous things. And you can see Paul Rudd, like, wanting to laugh. But he's not. Like, it doesn't. he's not breaking or anything. You can just tell in his eyes that he wants to laugh at this. But he's holding it together. And it's, it's delightful. I mean, there is a plethora of comedians in the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Catherine Hahn comes back. Love her. Casey Wilson. Paul Rudd, Will yep. Ferrell. And I, I didn't know it was a true crime thing. Because hmm. the, the, all the advertisements played off like it's a comedy. Story. No, like, it is like not a dark a comedy. comedy. I mean, okay. it might be a dark comedy, but it is definitely a bizarre story. Hmm. Just absolutely bizarre. So they have three episodes out right now. Okay. That's interesting. 
So I, I highly recommend it. I, I don't know if they're going to cover everything in the podcast series or, you know, I, I don't know whether it's going to make sense to, you know, like whether just watching this will replace the podcast or if you, you should do both. I don't know, but gotcha. so far I'm enjoying it. I recommend watching it. It's in the genres, according to IMDb, of comedy and drama. So it's a dramedy. Interesting. <laughs> Paul Rudd is charming as hell. Of course he is. He's the sexiest man alive. He, he is, is the sexiest man alive. One of them. I secretly think that they gave it to him just because he looks exactly the same as he did in 1996 <laughs> when they made Clueless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The man doesn't age. Yeah. At all. There was a, uh, I, I guess a TikTok, I guess, of Alicia Silverstone made in support of her friend. Aw. Yes. That's was amazing. she baby birding her child still? I have no idea. She was, uh, wa- it was a clip of Cher from the movie when she realizes that she loves him. Gotcha. And she goes, oh my gosh. And then like. Of course. And then the magazine cover like appears in the sky in front of her. <laughs> Aw, that's adorable. I love it. Yeah. But yeah, so I watched Lock and Key both at both seasons. And I it- am going to go to the bathroom. Okay. My emotion is spoiled. Okay. <laughs> so what do you think? It was so good. And you have Holy no knowledge crap. of the comic book, right? None. None whatsoever. So you don't know who created this? You don't know whose mind this came out of? No. Nope. I know nothing about it. All right. Well, the the book is written by a guy named Joe Hill. Okay. Joe Hill is, was anyways, secretly Stephen King's son. Huh. Nice. He didn't want any sort of help. Right. Through Making name recognition. No, through name recognition, building a career. So oh. when he started writing under the name Joe Hill, even his dad didn't know. Gotcha. Makes more sense. Oh. Yeah. I was like, what? He I wanted, mean, he, he certainly, I mean, he's certainly talented enough to do that. Yeah. I mean, uh, they made a movie of his into, or made a book of his into a movie, Horns, with Daniel Radcliffe. They've made an AMC series, Nosferatu. Now they've made this. Oh, there's there's got to be more. If I'm just that's just off the top of my head. Uh, I really like Joe Hill. I loved the comic book, and but you know you forget stuff. It's been five or so five six years since I read it. Mm-hmm. So I went back and I read the first book again, the first uh, graphic novel, which is the compilation of the first eight or ten books or whatever. It's different, like way different than the show. Oh. And I love all the changes they made in the show. I think it's cool. Okay. Fair right. enough. You got to do something different for a visual medium, even though comic books are technically a visual medium. But this is, this is, oh, how do you, you know, internal monologue and stuff in live action is dumb. There's a reason yeah. why, we, why we don't do it outside of film noir. And to make like a horror series of sorts, right? Mm-hmm. coming of age horror series to have all the internal monologue would be off-putting I think which is why a lot of people say that the 
the first uh, Dune movie was horrible because they put all that internal monologue in from the book. But anyways, what key do you want? I want the brain key. The head key? Yeah, I want to watch my memories. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool, right? The brain key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, there was definitely a very sweet and tender moment in the second season near the end. No, the very end when uh, Bodhi shows the mom the memory in her head. Oh, my gosh. And it's the memory of her telling yeah. him that they're having a third kid. Oh, It's so him. sweet. Yeah. And it's Bodhi. And that reminded me of like when you and Shannon went to Walmart that one time. <laughs> Black Friday shopping? <laughs> And came back and told me I was having a third kid. You weren't even surprised, so shut it. I was surprised and dismayed. Not really. <laughs> dismayed. And I knew that you were not happy, so I was extra happy for you. <laughs> Thanks. To May. get you through it. Yes. I was just really hoping I had a bug. <laughs> you did. He's still around. Yep. A little pain With in the butt bug. Buns for days. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, so do you recommend it? I do. I I highly recommend it. If if you're into mysteries at all, magic at all, good television. You absolutely. Got, you got time even to go back and watch the first season. Yeah. And to kind of coast through and watch the second season to get caught up. You're not that far behind, I guess. And it. Man, it's like a year and a half between seasons or something like that. So, well, they did a good job with characters because you don't see a huge age gap. Well, that kid who plays Tyler, he's got to be thirty. Yeah, because he was on the show Falling Skies with uh, Noah Wiley playing his kid in that show, and that was like and he in, was fifteen years ago. <laughs> it was so long ago. Yeah. So he's he's got to be in his thirties, but whatever you know, baby face is a baby face. So, can I invite Matt back? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you got anything else in your bag of tricks? Um, we also watched another stuff. <laughs> Some other stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I do you recommend other stuff. Today. So you should probably I'm go there. Still watching Castle. Castle. Enjoying the oh. heck out of it. I thought you meant the rookie, and you misspoke. But you didn't actually mean mm-hmm. Castle. I did actually mean Castle, but I've also been watching the rookie, and I'm still loving that. Tyler is 27 years old. Good call, Joe. Yep. Wow. Born in '94. Um, Anyway, um, so You're doing the Castle same thing the I was rookie. doing. That's funny. It's a lot of fun to watch them both simultaneously because, like, they look Nathan Fillion looks so different. Yes. In, in each, you know, he's still got that like pretty full face and Castle. Now he's all like, I don't know, he had to get back into shape. Yeah, he had to get yeah. back into Mal Reynolds shape. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh, so it's a I I love it. I'm loving both of those shows. Does it taint your um, watching it all, knowing that like him and Sonny Kotick hated each other? No, Fred Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers hated each other. Okay, doesn't mm-hmm. matter. 
they made wonderful television together. Yeah. You wouldn't know it to watch the show. They have great yeah, I, chemistry. You know, I think of him as being like a nice guy, so it. I don't like to be reminded that he was an asshole for years I to mean, someone. I mean, I think, you know, we all have that in us to be assholes At 100%. to specific people yeah, yeah, yeah. for whatever reason, you know? Yep. Doesn't necessarily make him a bad guy, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything about her either. Like, some people just don't get along, aren't meant to That's true. pair well. So, you know, I don't think that sullies him for me 100%. Oh, no, I'm not saying it's like I don't necessarily hate. I don't necessarily hate Joss Whedon just because he's an asshole. Uh, You know, I hate him for different reasons. (laughs) He's a shitty writer. I mean, I don't know that I can agree with you on that one. His, His worldview... It doesn't meet up with my own. I, I I don't I don't know I don't think anything will ever take away from like Buffy the Dollhouse Firefly. Hmm. I would I say love he's all of those things. I would say he's more competent than J.J. Abrams at a lot of things, but he's flawed in the very same way. Fair enough. Instead of uh, instead of making something that fits the content, he just inserts himself into it. Yeah. And it's it's all about, you know, his narrative, I guess. Which you'd want from, like, a director, I guess, and the style of filmmaking that it is. But since he writes most of the stuff that he also does, the Avengers is Joss Whedon's Avengers instead of being the MCU's Avengers. And that's why I have a problem with it. I'm much much yeah, more pleased think... with uh, Anthony and Joe Russo's version of those movies. I think I they're mean, more I successful. I don't think Marvel or Kevin Feige would allow and would allow any Avengers to exist that they didn't want to exist. Yeah, so well, whatever they did. he did, well, whatever he did to fit within the world that they were building. I mean, to a certain extent, yeah, but you know, he got to have a lot of creative control over stuff, which is odd. And then, you know, I would say that that's all proven to be true based on what he did to the Justice League. I mean, I didn't, I didn't watch the Justice League. Um, if you were to watch both versions, or you can even just get a YouTube of the differences and you'd see what I'm talking about. Okay. But that's neither here nor there. Interesting, interesting, interesting. If you love Buffy, keep loving Buffy. Okay. I'm gonna. Is that it's the only? fantastic. It makes me happy. Sorry, is that the only thing you watched? Um, watching a lot. I have been watching some new stuff, which is fun. Uh, I think that may be all. Jason, I watched some Seinfeld. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. watch a couple episodes of that at a time. I cannot binge mm. Seinfeld. Yeah, they're too um, negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their point their point of view in life is just too negative. The group of Seinfeld, or just yeah, because like they're, they're all so very uncaring. People, right? Yeah, they're just like 
they're so selfish and self-absorbed. Yeah. No and empathy. No, no consideration. It's all about them and how the world impacts them. And it's odd. It's like they predicted internet culture. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. That is interesting. Like, I don't particularly like Alec Baldwin. You know what I mean? But I have a lot of empathy for him because he just killed someone. Yeah. And he's going to have to live with that for the rest of his life. And a lot of people are like, why are you fucking sorry? You killed her. You killed her, you piece of shit. Fucking Donald Trump's on the radio saying he probably did it on purpose. Like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think it, I mean, it's given given the fact that she handed him the weapon and said, yeah, it's good to go. He doesn't want to I'm kill just, anybody. Yeah. No, 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 no. I think it, it it seems much more likely that perhaps he wanted some publicity for her movie or No, and this might this might get What what hold on, what? Say that again. So so I heard and I don't know but I heard that she she had actually handed him the weapon and told him it was safe, but that there was actually a live round in it. No way. She like she was I, trying to I, get news. I think perhaps either she was trying to commit suicide or thought no. it would be a way to get publicity. The weapons master had no. never done weapons on a movie before. She publicly said she didn't know how to do it, and then they had just shot that gun and for practice. Uh, the day before using live rounds out on the firing range, and she just never cleared it. Wow. Yeah. Right. But from I what I understand, I the the director, the woman who died, handed him the gun herself and said, it's good. It's sure. safe. Well, the prop master told her that it was good. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how it works. ADs or cinematographers, she was a cinematographer, don't check weapons. <laughs> it's not their job. But I think what this is going to do ultimately is it's going to get rid of live rounds blanks altogether because John Wick doesn't use any. Yeah. The only thing you have to do is you have to go take your actor and put them through courses to get the feel of what it's like to shoot a live weapon so that when they Mm -hmm. get the airsoft gun on set, they can react as if they were. Hmm. That's all. Keanu did. Just like Keanu did. You know, like Bruce Campbell very famously was like, if anybody needs to use live rounds on a on a set anymore, it's just their fucking ego. You know, I can right. I just have my stupid sawed off shotgun, I, I pretend I pull the trigger, I jerk my arm back and they'll just fix it in CGI. Mm. It's fine. No reason to put anybody in danger for that bullshit. You know what? I guess I guess we're right. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't. Anyway, Seinfeld. Huh? I wonder, yeah. I wonder if yeah. Donald. What did you say, Matt? I was just going to say, I wonder if Donald Trump said all that crap because of uh, the impersonation yes. that he does. Mm. That he sure? mentioned, yes, he mentioned that first. You know, he did mm. that awful impersonation of me. Daryl Hammond did a better one. And now. His was awful. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fuck ass. So Matt, you watch anything good? Oh yes. 
Um, I have... said it all sexy-like. Tell me more. I have uh, two TV shows, two movies, and a video game. Wowzer. Um, I have three TV shows, but you guys don't want to talk about Foundation because you don't like me and you don't want to watch it and you hate me. You already talked about it. You already said it was amazing and we should watch it. Jeez, Pete's man. My feelings. Yeah, give it the times. Um, Show us your dick. Come on. Bring me a microscope. Um, <laughs> I watched uh, Gentified. Say it uh, again. Gentified. Gentified. Where is that? Yes. What is that? The Hold flying on. monkey. Fuck is that? I talked about the first season like a year ago. It's the show about the uh, people from Mexico. Um, and their trials and tribulations. They have a taco shop. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's been a while since... I think it's probably been over a year since I talked about the first season. Um, I don't remember what I said about it. I I know I had mixed (laughs) feelings, but... um, The finale was really good, and then this season was, like, the finale of that... The entire season, it was just really good. Okay. Um, good acting, like terrific acting. Um, somewhat comedic. Um, a lot of the jokes are like dry humor, but I like it. So, gotcha. Um, yeah, it's a overall good story. I don't think I recognize anybody except America Ferrer or whatever her name is. Oh, the chick from whatever. You know what you're talking about. Yeah, she's in it for like Yeah, she's in it for like twenty seconds and she but she also like directs the entire thing, so cool. So yeah, that's good. Um I also watched uh Big Mouth uh season uh, five. I still two guess... seasons behind on that. Well get the times. Um, I guess Crystal and I had watched all of season four except the finale, so we ended up watching the finale of season four as well. Um, it is a buck wild now. It is oh, off the oh, charts. Now? Like, acid trip. Oh, yeah. It's like. <laughs> Gosh, I'm afraid. I could. I, I don't know. I don't really want to spoil it for you guys, but there's so much I could say that you'd be like, what? Okay. Um. Uh- Go ahead and spoil a little bit. Uh, so Nick, uh, the child, meets Nick Star, the uh, or not Nick Star, Nick Kroll, the adult, real person. Okay. Um, there's a Christmas episode in which they have claymation, they have like puppets, and it's about as hilarious as you'd expect. Um, oh, there's so much. I can't even begin to describe it. There's an anime part of that episode as well where uh, the bulldog Lars or whatever his name is gets revenge like reverse John Wick style on some Russian criminals. Oh my gosh. Mm. It is delightful. And it's it's brutal like anime too. Like you shoot somebody and half their guts fall out. Okay. I can't wait to see this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of all the... Saw a commercial where the hormone monsters have a three-way. Yep, yep. The uh, Connie and her twin sister Bonnie. 
have a three-way with Maurice. That's fun. Pretty soon we'll all be swinging together. Just a big old fucking suck. And uh, I, I think as the scene closes, he says something like, stick your finger in my butthole. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's it's hilarious. Um, and it's just off the wall, like, acid trip kind of through most of the season. All right. I'm in. Good. Aw, um, Matthew. So what's the movies? Uh, one of them is Love Hard. Ooh, Shannon watched it. Talked about it with her. Yeah, I'm it's excited. It's a rom-com. Um, yeah, it was good. Uh, it's like a slightly more adult humor version of a uh, Christmas Hallmark movie, I would say. Yeah, I would agree. It's like, you mean not dumb as fuck? Sure. More always be my maybe, less spirit of Christmas. Yes. It's like a cross between the two, except more always be my maybe. And surprisingly, it's more, I would say, believable. The dynamic. Then a ghost coming back to life? You don't say. Oh my gosh. Of course. (laughs) He was going to say that, Matthew. (laughs) I meant more like the story, like. The story felt very real. Like in all those Christmas movies, there's no freaking way that what happens in those movies is what happens in life. You're uh, kidding. Yeah, I, would, I would guess I would agree. I don't know. It seems like it's pretty far out there, though, kind of to me, though. Well, I don't think any any girl her age would uh gone all through she's gone through and then fly, away, fly all the way across the country just to meet that guy. But that girl sleeps with everybody. It actually happens more often than you think. It's crazy. I mean, I remember when I was carrying a giant cake through the through downtown, and I I tripped, and and this gentleman was there to catch me, and it was just like, and then the music played, and I don't, I don't even know where the music came from. (laughs) Okay, I guess more (laughs) or less, I had some friends that I worked with who would randomly do things across the country with people they met through a dating app. Lots of them. And they went farther on less. Like they barely knew. That's so dangerous. Yes. That's so dangerous. Yes. So I guess it's more common than I thought, but that's something I think maybe my generation doesn't do. I think it's something people with expendable income do. It could be. <laughs> because true. I don't got fucking plane ticket money to be go finding some strange across the country. Right? Rub two nickels together and see who that attracts. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I thought it was super cute. Even the title is a mash between the favorite Christmas movies of the characters in the movie. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like the two best Christmas movies. So it was cute. Cause what is it, it called again? Love Hard. So can you guess the two movies that they're mashed? Love Actually and Die Hard. Of course, the yeah. two best Christmas movies. You don't need to tell anybody that. Well, so sorry. Uh, some, the of the reaction, some of their reactions to her favorite movie being Die Hard or her favorite Christmas movie being Die Hard. <laughs> I agree with uh, you. When yeah. she's at dinner with the one guy and she, she she says that and he's like, oh, and he looks like he's about to choke on his food. 
but it's amazing. Uh, uh. Like, it's not really that big a deal. Why they make it such a big deal, though, is what I don't understand. Yeah, I don't. Mm. People what else you got? Too much. Didn't he have a hands. video game? He said he had two movies. Oh, keep going. You have another one? Uh, I watched Freaks. What's this? What's that? Um, it's a story about a daughter and a father. And as the movie starts off, um, it seems like they're both schizophrenic. But then it kind of goes through and reveals what the world is really like. So, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Um, or maybe I won't leave it at that. I recommend you watch it, but uh, there's also uh, something you should know that happens pretty quickly in the movie that you figure out is that um, they have superpowers. Oh. And uh, it's like if there were people with superpowers, but instead of being, you know, like superheroes and supervillains, they were all just hunted like dogs and killed. So oh, fun. Yeah. Which was probably what uh, would happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's good. Um, the the acting is really good. Um, I don't know where they found this girl, but I don't understand why I haven't seen her in more. Grace, no, uh, Grace Park. Emil Hirsch is the dad. Yep. The dad? God, how old am I? Mm-hmm. How know. is Emil Hirsch old enough to play a dad? Um, Emil Hirsch age. 50, 45. Hey. No. He is the girl next door, right? 34. 30. Yeah. He was born in 1985. Yeah. 36. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm so bad at enough to be a dad. The girl's young, yeah. right? Seven, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it works out. I'm so old. But this movie was like 2019 too, so there's that. Yeah. Still old enough. Still old enough. For sure. Uh, yes, that's good. Um, pretty thrilling, dramatic stuff going on. Um, I also played a video game called Gladiator, Gladiator Guild Manager, and that was really fun. Interesting. Um, Is it like Hockey Manager, but you <laughs> have gladiators fighting yes, each other to the death? Yes, exactly. It's cute. Uh, kind of a cute game. Hmm. So you don't actually do any of the fighting? You just no. like, watch it? Yep. <laughs> fun. All right. Is Russell Crowe in it? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he's also in. Never mind. Uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. It looks like uh, the art style, almost of like Clash of Clans. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's still in development. It's definitely not a finished game. It's very cute. Aww. It's there's a lot of strategy involved too. Matthew. Okay. So you gotta get you gotta train your gladiators correct. Yes, or you will perish. Is there Shit. any real stakes to this? Like, do you lose your gladiators forever, or do you just like have to try again? Uh, the, 
They have two modes. One with, I think they have two modes anyway. They're one with permadeath and one with not. So you well. can have them heal over time, or you can just be screwed. Permadeath. Buy now at Seven Eleven. You think it's actually something you're going to drink to commit suicide, but what it does is it straightens your hair. The ironic part is that also if you drink it, you'll die. What? Sold. Hair and drinking. It, but it's not what it's meant for. Right? Like toilet cleaner? This worms the ex-boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> So, what's the last video game, buddy? No, that was it. There was just one. Okay. Yep. All right. Shannon, is that you then? I guess so. I guess it's me. So, let's see. I watched Love Hard. Like Matthew did. Super cute. Cried. Love Hard. Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I liked it kind of like that movie we watched on Hulu last year. Oh, the lesbian Christmas movie? Yeah. That was really cute. Yeah. So I just appreciate that there's some non-Hallmarky movie Christmas movies you mean good ones? that you can watch. Yeah. And I'm kind of sad because I should have waited to watch it maybe after Thanksgiving, you know, during the Christmas season. But maybe there'll be a few more that come out before then. Let's hope, right? That are better. Yeah, you can hope so. I think this... Was number one trending blah 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 for like a week or so. So, yeah, and I put it Fingers in my crossed. list, and I was like, "Oh, I'll just wait, wait." And I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna download it since I was gone for the weekend, so I could watch something." So I started it and watched it over the weekend, which I downloaded to my iPad as well an old movie, the first night. Um, which I remember this movie. It's uh, King Arthur and Lancelot and Guinevere with, um, gosh, what's his name? Richard Gere. Oh, First Night. And Sean Connery. Yeah. Sean Connery. I don't know the chick in this movie. I don't think she's. She's a French actress. A big name. She was. She was at the time? I believe she was also in Braveheart. Uh, I don't know. Oh. I could get, be getting my French actresses mixed up. See, that's a movie, Braveheart, that I haven't rewatched in a very Matt, have you ever seen Braveheart? Uh once or twice. <laughs> the woman is Julia Ormond. She's quite a famous actress, been in a lot of things, but I now that I'm thinking of it, I don't think it was Braveheart. I think it was Legends of the Fall she was in. Oh, gotcha. But it was like one of those movies from the nineties that popped up and I was like, mm, okay. And it's it's still okay. It really shows me just how young Richard Gere was in this movie. But Sean yeah. Connery, to me, looks like he didn't age whatsoever. Yeah, from like 1988 until was probably he 1998, he, he didn't age at all. Yeah. He died. What? Yes, he's dead, Sean Connery. Yeah. I said, I was gonna, or he said until, and I said that he died. No, nah, he looked like shit for like he the last 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he looked really ill. He surprisingly, I'm wondering if he was ever named the sexiest man alive. He was. He was for a long yeah. time, which I wouldn't be surprised because he didn't look like he aged for Oh, yeah. Years if you or... watch Dr. No, the very first James Bond movie, mm-hmm. he's a sexy motherfucker. 
He has briefcase hands. And he doesn't have the wine in his voice yet. He's just very... He's all And for the... James Bond. For the for the Bond movie, his briefcase hands open up into machine guns. That's right. <laughs> machine guns. You're funny. Oh, I did not Thanks. notice that Red Notice came out on Netflix. Yeah, I watched Red Notice. Oh, okay. Anyways, didn't want to go ahead here. I also watched, of course, I'm continuing The Golden Girls on Hulu. I'm Fucking at amazing. Oh my gosh, uh, season so two, episode nine. I do you know, surprisingly, these old shows had a long season. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Surprising. Right? Like, I'm not used to... Like 26, 30 episodes. Yeah. Yep. And I guess I'm just not used to that. I feel like I've been watching it for a very long time. And I'm like, I am just finished season one. It was weird. Yet you've watched 725,826 episodes of Supernatural and you never once considered that there was long seasons? No, I rewatch that all the time. I don't know what you're talking about. Which I'm still watching. I'm calling bullshit. But I have exciting news. I've been reading a book. I'm not done with it. Mm -hmm. But I am very excited to finish it. Um, I'm reading Ready Player Two. Ooh. My nipples are so hard right now. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, how is it? I am enjoying it. it I've is... heard it sucks, but I'm... at all. Because I like adventure, it has an adventure. I'm like, I'm really was hesitant to even start reading it because I'm like, where am I going to go from here? Are we going right. to what's going to happen? But they took something and made it into an adventure, which... If they do a third book, I'd be like utterly shocked. Did Will Wheaton read it out loud yet? Is Will Wheaton the guy <clears throat> reading the book? I don't think so. Okay. He probably is. She doesn't know who Will Wheaton I'm is. I'm on. Oh, okay. I'm on. No, I thought chapter... she, meant she was like physically reading it. Sorry. No, no she's listening I'm to listening the audiobook. An audiobook. A little repetitively because I have a really hard time with comprehension. So. I've been listening to the same chapter like over twice and then I'll move on to the next chapter just to make sure I didn't miss anything. I'm but the it's... same way. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was gonna, I'm the same way. Like I read a lot better than I listen, but when I'm listening to someone, I'm also hearing someone else. So it kind of hinders that old comprehension thing. It's narrated by Will Wheaton. Oh, it is? <laughs> Yay. Well, with Ernest Klein, is that his name? He, because of the story of Ready Player One, if I didn't re-listen to a chapter sometimes, I'd feel like I'd miss something. There are so many, you know, those little calls to things that I didn't even know even. I'm like, what is that? Would you call them Easter eggs? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like little pieces along the way. And I mean, that's another piece that makes the book enjoyable. So I'm... I'm excited to kind of give the review when I finish. Hopefully, I'll be done by next week. Let's knock on wood, right? Don't, the knock I heard about it is that it's it's basically Wreck-It Ralph 2 in that Ralph breaks the internet. He's the bad guy, basically, of that movie. Mm-hmm. And then that's what Wade happens to Wade. But we'll see. I haven't started it yet. Because he shuts down the thingamajigger, right? Yeah. Not sure. Uh, I'm not. I haven't heard anything about what the story's about. 
All I know is that I am excited also to read it, but I'm in the middle of reading the second Dexter book. So, oh, well, so far, what I where it's leading me is we're on the quest of the seven sh- shards that only the heir of holiday can do. Well, I'm on the quest of the seven shards, and nobody seems to care. So. <laughs> But I think that's all I have. I because I think Maddie joined you on that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Maddie. Oh, I played a really fun game this weekend. Which is it? Shit yourself? No, oh. <laughs> it's called Fishbowl. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it. We played it. Uh, it's like charades, but with a twist. Everyone puts in a person, place, and thing into a bowl, and then you're in two teams. And the first round, you can use words like taboo to try and get them to guess. And that once you get through the entire bowl, you put everything back and then you pull the same ones out, but you can only act it out. You can't use words. And then the last round you can only use one word. So it's kind of like a memory game Mm. with charades. One of the words was Hershey squirts and it was just (laughs) hilarious because the lady acting out, she goes and she like sat down she's like, and she's like, trying to make a mess on the ground at the same time we were dying like laughing at like 1am Hershey squirts it was a story her granddaughter ate Hershey pie and that's all she wanted alright so I'm going to talk about my recommendations before I puke into this microphone Hershey see I talked about invasion it's real good (laughs) Um, Dexter the new series is real good I forget you're watching that yeah I watched episode 2 Mm-hmm. Um, nothing surprising yet. No twists involved. I can. It feels ominous. It feels like there's something coming. We don't know what it is, and it's it's neat. <laughs> I like it. Did I talk about that fucked up show, Yellow Jackets, last week? No. Okay. So after watching Dexter, there was like a preview preview first episode or whatever of this series on Showtime called Yellow Jackets, where it's a girls' soccer team and they, they crash their plane. Are you sure you didn't talk about this? I don't remember Pretty that. sure. Okay, so it's a girls' soccer team. They're going, it's like 1996. They're going to the national championship and they crash their plane. And all we know at the beginning of the episode is that they were on, they were lost for 19 months. Some of them died, some of them survived. So you jump back and forth from 96 to 25 years later, which is now, and then back to an indeterminate period of time when they were lost for that 19 months. And like you see this girl running at the very beginning, the bloody feet, and she's got blood all over her. She falls into a trap and lands on spikes, and she's dead. And then a person in like animal skins drags her out of there, strings her up, butchers her, and then a bunch of people with animal skins like start eating her. And these are like short little tidbits throughout the episode. And at the very end of the episode, Yikes. the person, the leader, with the deer horns, takes their mask off, and it's like the water girl for the soccer team. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Who in the future is played by Christina Ricci. Of course. And yeah. there's Juliette Lewis, and then the lady who is Charlie's neighbor on Two and a Half Men. Forget her name. She was Rose on that show. 
she, it's fucked up. <laughs> I don't know if it's any good. I don't know if I can recommend it yet, but I mean, if you bought if you bought in on Showtime, which it's only four bucks a month for the run of Dexter, which is all I'm planning on keeping it for. Uh, I guess watch it. See what's up. Hmm. So right. yeah, uh, I also watched Red Notice. Uh, I don't think it's really worth talking about. Okay. Um. Ah, what do I say? It's uh. What is it? Red Notice. It's is it a movie. Is it it's a, a movie on Net- it's a it? Netflix movie. They spend a shit ton of money on it for Gal Gadot, Dwayne Johnson, and Ryan Reynolds to be in a movie together. Okay. And Wasn't good. It starts off very good. And then just isn't for the rest of the time. And I don't know what to say. Because I want I want very badly for all these people to continue making movies because I like them all. Mm-hmm. But I mean everybody has bad day, right? Everybody makes a bad call. Yeah. yeah. I don't think The Rock should be in movies where he has a love interest. I think uh the Jungle Cruise is probably the closest Thing I want to see him having love interest to like just having it intimated not actually yeah like maybe at the end they finally kiss and live happily ever after but <clears throat> for the most part yeah it's uh... um, he was quite sexually involved in ballers which I actually didn't hate but there's no like intimacy involved hmm. he's just such like a like he's a very charming man but he's very asexual at the same time. It's fucking weird. And listening to the Fast and the Furious podcast and John Gabrus described him <clears> as a absolute freak, muscle-bound freak who doesn't really share much DNA with human beings, who's asexual, and he likes it that way. <laughs> I'm like, I agree. I just agree with that summation. I don't really okay. want to see him involved romantically. Yeah, I guess that's somewhat true when I think about it. And huh. they they play fast and ro- loose with Ryan Reynolds, his character's ability to defend himself, mm-hmm. which I didn't so like. So what, like sometimes he can and sometimes he can't? At the very beginning of the movie, he's dope as fuck, and then all of a sudden he's helpless, so it's... That's weird. Yeah. Hmm. Hate that. Yeah, I want Ryan Reynolds to be self-sufficient always. I mean, if you're gonna make him a pussy, make him a pussy. If you're gonna, you know, boo. Yeah, it's just it's inconsistent. I don't know if I like it all that much. So, I'm giving that a hard pass. I don't think anybody should go watch that movie. It's long too. It's two hours. So, now on to my piece de resistance. I have finally seen. The final Daniel Craig James Bond movie, No Time to Die. Ooh. Yeah. What a fucking masterpiece of an ending. Like, wow. Talk about some bookends, right? Casino Royale, fantastic movie. Even if you really don't like James Bond, it's dope as shit. And to have this movie be the bookend of it is beautiful. It's poetic. It's cinematic. It's gorgeous to look at. It's well acted. Um, and the plot 
meanders a lot less than James, some James Bond movies do. That's good. We get send-offs for characters, and they're prime and ready for it to be rebooted. So, I don't okay. know how much you want me to spoil. Well, I think none of it will be a spoiler for me. Oh, does anybody unless be we ever do uh, bonding with Boogie? I was now that I was thinking about after watching this movie, I'm like, we kind of have to because I just want to <laughs> talk more about James Bond movies. Okay. <laughs> Anybody going to watch this movie? I was thinking about okay, it. Okay, then I won't say anything. I'll just say this this was probably, in my opinion, the greatest era of James Bond, right? Daniel Craig's James Bond movies are of higher quality cinematically to the character. You know, it's less, it's less like offensive to women. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> you know? I would hope so because those Sean Connery ones are pretty rough. I still oh, want yeah. to meet Pussy Galore. You know, there's <laughs> Of course. Anna de Armas you is in this movie for like a hot minute and she's she comes in and she's fucking awesome. And she makes him real nervous cuz she's like I've been I've been training for 3 weeks for this and he's like what? <laughs> and then yeah. she's she's really badass and he goes 3 weeks, huh? And she goes give or take. <laughs> and it kind of reminded me of the time when I was an electrician. And somebody's like, are you sure you know what you're doing to my boss? And my boss goes, yeah, I watched a video on this last night. I think I'm all right. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> he goes, no, I'm playing. I'm a master electrician. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Just made me laugh. So uh, if you were like me and you enjoy the Daniel Craig era of James Bond, I would say that it's a must see. $20 rentals a bit high. Especially when you don't own it when it's, you know, yeah. done with. But it is what it is. Yucca. That is. It is what it is. Rami Malek's Secretary. really good villain, man. He's a really good villain. Okay. Was that everything? Yep, that's all I got. Well, interesting. Well, what the hell? Dang, I think that's everybody. Yeah. I think that's it for this week. With the holidays coming, we'll have yeah. more Christmas, right? Yeah, I mean, with holidays coming up, we're going to be recording some movie episodes to uh, bullshit about. So we'll take some recommendations. Hit us up on Instagram at Movie Dummies Podcast, and we will definitely, yeah, definitely, yippee yeah, definitely. Maybe it's time for the I Movie Dummies I, I post to review stuff a series. On there sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> what do y'all think? A Christmas series. What if it, we reviewed a series? Like Santa Claus? No, no, like a television show. Oh. What sorry. kind of series? Yeah. Be specific. Uh, man, what's like a a crazy shit show television series? Oh, we could do La Brea. <laughs> what? Uh, Vita. It's so god-awful. It's so god-awful. Um, no, I don't want to do that. Yuck. You mean like a new series? Something, yeah. Hmm. We'll talk about it. We could do Squid Game, I guess. Maybe we'll take some recommendations too. So hit us up at Movie Dummies Podcast on Instagram. We will consider your recommendations there. So yeah, that's it, everybody. Thank you all very much for listening. We had a very good time talking about. Our movies and video games and audiobooks and diarrhea and Alec Baldwin. <laughs> it was a good time. 
Uh-huh. Shannon looks defeated. I am. I'm just a wee tired lad. Wee tired? Wee tired I'm a bad. Wee tired lad. Oh, wee tired lad. What, what well, do you think I said? I thought you said wee tired bad. No. Wee tired bad. That sounds like a weird... Never mind. Oh, boy. We got some TV to get caught up on. We got some TV to get caught up on, some stuff to do, so we will be back next week on the Movie Dummies Podcast. Podcast. Ran the podcast. Didn't you know I was from Baston? All right. (laughs) What the fuck? Okay. As always, I'm Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. Thanks for listening, everybody. (laughs) Even to that last little bit of bullshit. Jingle, jingle. Everything really wrapped up nicely. Oh, wait. No, no. Gobble, gobble. It's turkey time, right?